Welcome to Stressless Obsessed, the podcast. My name is Sophie Deans, and I'm here to bring you all things on self-care, self-development, as well as lifestyle tips and hacks to keep your life as simple and stress-free as possible. So let's make a start and join me on a journey of living a life with less stress. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, Stress Less Obsessed. It's so awesome to have you back here. And I'm diving deep into the incredible phenomenon known as the flow state today. Now, let's delve in and understand a bit more about what it is and the magic behind this state of heightened focus and peak performance and all the other benefits as well. Okay, so jumping straight in here today. It might be a long one, so just to prepare you. So what exactly is a flow state? Picture this, just imagine, and remember those moments where you're so engrossed in an activity where the world around you seems to just fade away. Time becomes elusive, distractions vanish, and you find yourself kind of operating at a much higher level, probably at your best, absolute best. Now, this is the essence of flow. In my mind, it's basically having the optimal clear focus and a little bit like deep mindfulness. You're in the present moment, um, you're focus, so focused on what you're doing, and this could be revolved around any number of things. All right, so into the deep we go. I won't go too technical here, but I think it's important to understand where this concept has come from. And you might like to know that there was a psychologist called Mihai Chick sent me high. Um, if you want to look him up, the details will be in the show notes. And Chick sent me high. He coined this term flow back in the 70s. Now he described it as a mental state of complete absorption and focus, where individuals experience a sense of effortless control and a heightened sense of awareness. So that's that's how he described the flow state. So I guess in essence, when you're in this flow-like state, when you're in flow, you're not just going through the motions, you're actually fully immersed in the task at hand. It's not about the end goal, it's more about the joy and the fulfillment that you feel in the process itself. So you might like to think of it a bit like that famous saying, It's about the journey, not about the destination. And um, yeah, it's how you get to that point that you're aiming for. It should be enjoyable. It should be entrancing. And to some extent, you actually kind of just lose yourself. So think about those moments in your life where you've been so captivated by what you're doing that everything else just became 
or become secondary. Can you think of anything? Maybe, maybe not. If you can't, maybe you haven't been in a flow state for a while. And that's the reason I'm doing this episode to remind you of what it's like, that it's possible, and to give you some tips on how to get there as well. Now, you might be able to relate in the past where you might have lost track of time. Perhaps you were working on a passion project or you were becoming engrossed in a challenging workout or maybe you were finding yourself in a state of flow during a creative endeavor. These are all instances where you've basically tapped into that elusive and remarkable state of being. You should also know that flow state is characterized by an intrinsic motivation to engage in the activity for its own sake. So it's giving you that urge to do that activity, not because you want to get to the end goal, but just because you're enjoying doing it. It's not about external rewards. It's not about recognition. It's not about the outcome necessarily. It's about sheer enjoyment and satisfaction derived basically from the process of doing. Okay, so moving on, let's talk about the benefits of flow state. I've already mentioned in the beginning how it allows an improved performance due to us being, you know, higher engaged in what we're doing. That's a big one. Um, So if you're working on something and you're able to get into this flow state, then you're going to find that you're more productive and the, the quality of your work will be higher as well. But I wanted to more so focus on more of our hobbies and our creative pursuits because there are even further benefits when we are I guess doing things by choice rather than because we have to and then you know we find ourselves in the flow state anyway. So when we are doing our hobbies and we find ourselves experiencing the feelings of enjoyment Of course, that's going to promote happiness, positivity, and I think it can be seen as another form of self-care. I know generally we tend to think of self-care and rest and relaxation as massages, bubble baths, home day spas, you know, getting a good night's sleep. Um... But actually, I think doing things that you really enjoy and have put you into this um, flow state trance is another way to let your mind relax, let you unwind from, you know, your work and duties and your tasks that you have to do. If you are working, it does allow you to find your experience more fulfilling. So if you find yourself in a flow state whilst doing your job, that's brilliant because it means you have fulfillment in your job and that will give you a greater sense of purpose. All of these feelings I mentioned, they're all positive. They all alleviate negative, stressful, anxious feelings and gives us a bit more positivity in our day-to-day. But if you're also enjoying what you're doing, 
it will give you that intrinsic motivation to carry on as well. So you're not finding that you're feel like you're slogging away each day, just doing and just living just because you have to. You're actually wanting to go further. You're wanting to learn more and improve. And you're actually probably likely to seek out new challenges as well and even master that skill or challenge that you're trying to achieve. But yeah, and as you reach those um, accomplishments, you'll then feel and maintain those positive feelings. Right, okay, so we won't do too much science today, but I would like to touch on how this all happens. And just like everything, it relates to our mood and our happiness. And it's therefore all about our neurotransmitters. So when I say neurotransmitters, I'm thinking dopamine and serotonin, our happiness hormones. And so when you enter this flow state, your brain releases a whole cascade of chemicals that contribute to this incredible feeling associated with being, I guess, in the zone. And dopamine often referred to as our feel-good neurotransmitter, our reward hormone, that surges and that amplifies the sense of pleasure, sense of reward. And that not only enhances your focus, but it also cultivates that deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment that we feel in the flow. That's not the only one. Serotonin as well. So that is our mood stabilizer. It brings a calm and contented feeling. And norephedrine, which heightens our alertness, both of these mixed together basically boosts our cognitive abilities. And that contributes to the overall sense and feeling of happiness, euphoria, and excitement when we're in this flow state. With your brain waves, they also begin to shift. And if you know much about meditation, you would have heard about alpha and theta frequencies. Alpha waves are associated with a relaxed yet focused state, while theta waves are linked to the dreamlike state that we might experience when we're working creatively. It's this delicate balance between relaxation and the heightened focus that allows this kind of seamless integration of thoughts and actions where we enter into a a flow state. Sounds great, doesn't it? Now, the big question is, how can we intentionally tap into this neurological sensation? Well, I think firstly, we need to recognize when you are in a flow state. Now, I know I've given you some examples, but I would like to, I guess, describe to you in a bit more detail what that looks like so that you can recognize that next time you actually are experiencing flow. Time distortion is one where you get lost in activity. You feel like you've only been doing it for minutes you look at the time and hours have flown past the good old saying time flies when you're having fun it rings true with flow do you feel yourself 
fully absorbed in the now and this distortion of time it's just it's a complete hallmark of being in flow where you're creating an experience that's um kind of otherworldly i guess number two is effortless concentration when you're in flow the task at hand becomes your entire focus you're not trying to multitask you're not concerned about any distractions or you're not feeling overwhelmed you're completely and fully engaged in what you're doing and it feels effortless you're not trying to do this it's just something that's coming naturally thirdly I've already said this I think twice so far but intrinsic motivation is a big one and it's really interesting in that when you're in flow you're not driven by the external rewards or the pressure of an end goal it's more you're just happy doing what you're doing the activity itself is the reward if that makes sense whether you're writing, whether you're painting, you might be engaged in a sport. It's just the sheer joy of doing that becomes your driving force and your motivator. I say it again, it's all about the process, not the outcome. Next four, I would say distorted self-awareness. Some of us have sometimes a strong critical inner voice where you're constantly critiquing yourself, evaluating what you're doing, and instead, you're actually doing without thinking. You're not um, criticizing yourself. You don't have any self-doubt over what you're trying to do. You're not second-guessing yourself fully engaged in the present moment that's a great benefit as well and another one is that when you're in flow you will have a clear goal so I know I kind of said that you're not taking enjoyment from getting to the outcome it's more about you have a clear sense of direction and where you're going it's not about necessarily checking off a to-do list it's just having a roadmap or um, a guiding way to where your efforts are being put and it's kind of purposeful okay the last one in identifying a flow state would be that you're able to have immediate feedback being in flow thrives from this loop of having continuous feedback whether you're learning to play an instrument you're trying to solve a problem if you're engaging in any task that gives you immediate feedback and allows you to adjust and refine your actions in real time, this is a really effective way um, or a loop that keeps you in a state of optimal challenge and engagement. So I don't know if any of that sounded familiar to you. Perhaps you haven't experienced it just yet or for a while. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I've got a frog in my throat today. 
Um, but let's see how we can help you to get into that flow state again. What you need to think about firstly is in the activity you are doing, do you have a clear goal, a clear sense of direction for your actions? Are you able to get immediate feedback? And is there a balance between skill and challenge? So this one is about finding, I guess, the Goldilocks zone. Not too easy, not too hard, the just right. When the challenge or the task or activity that you're doing matches your skill level so that you're able um, to not find it too easy. It gives you a slight challenge, but it's possible for you to achieve it. Obviously, you'll get too bored if it's too easy. And if it's too hard, then you might feel overwhelmed. Um, you might feel like it's not possible. And therefore, the challenge might not quite align to you. But when you're in the zone, you'll be fully immersed in the present, knowing you can achieve it. And that will give you also motivation to get there. Also, having control over what you're doing is a way to get into the flow stage. It's essential for you to be able to control what you're doing, not necessarily every aspect of the situation, but rather having a sense of agency over your actions. So the sense of control gives you the power then to navigate the challenges and be confident in your contribution. Otherwise, you're not able to feel accomplishment if it's out of your control completely. Does that make sense? So how can flow and being in a flow state boost our overall well-being? I guess when you're applying the characteristics of flow, so you're able to have intrinsic motivation, time slips away with time distortion, and you have that absence of self-awareness, self-criticism, in your passions and hobbies and that you actually have passions and hobbies because not everybody does and not everybody knows what their passions and hobbies are all of this packaged up the whole experience becomes a source of deep joy and satisfaction and um, you've discovered ways that you can spend your time living a more fulfilled and enjoyable life Suddenly as well, these activities aren't just pastimes. They can be pathways to side hustles, careers, and actually expand your life to be so much bigger. Look, if you're not sure where to start, then you can easily try to incorporate flow states into your everyday daily routines. It's about finding the joy in the little things and appreciating those moments, expressing gratitude, even if it's something like cooking a meal. A lot of us do that on a daily basis. Some people are lucky, they have someone to do it for them. But when you're cooking your meal, being present and being creative and, and decisive in what you're doing, even when you take a walk, trying to experience presence these are all things that come up in mindfulness right and we know how good mindfulness 
is for our mental health and well-being. This could even leak into our relationships. If you're engaging in a meaningful conversation, you know, I'm not talking small talk, or you're sharing a hobby with someone you love spending time with, you're creating connections that are rich and they're authentic and you're both hopefully experiencing joy together and that will grow your relationships to be even stronger. It's about being fully present, sharing experiences and finding that harmony in shared pursuits of passion. So joining um, a social group even that is squash, you know, I've started squash, you could do um, join a group for squash and then you are growing connections with people who have the same passion as you and sport is a great way to get into flow, focus on the moment and the moves that everyone's making in the game. When I was initially thinking about flow state, I was picturing hobbies, not necessarily work, but this 100% could be something you experience in either or both work and your hobbies. And as long as you're being creative, so when I'm working on the podcast, this is something I really enjoy, and I lose hours when I'm working on it. If you have a dedicated space that you can create in your home for your activity that you won't be distracted, that always helps. You won't get distracted, you won't get disturbed. Um, It might be a cozy reading nook, a little office area, maybe an art studio. And this space becomes your sanctuary. And it's where you can really fully immerse yourself in the joy of your activity. And that's something that your body and mind will recognize that when you go into that zone, you can relax and fully get into that. Physical activities can play a significant role in flow state, whether it's a yoga session, maybe a dance routine, physical activities definitely offer a basis. So it could be if you're achieving a specific pose. I know when I'm at aerial yoga that I am extremely focused because I have a goal and a direction and that would be trying to reach the peak pose of the day. Now, even if I don't get to that end position, I still enjoy aerial yoga. I know I'm increasing my strength. I know that I'm learning along the way, even if I get one step further than last time. I know that I'm improving. That's my immediate feedback. I'm, I have my endorphins pumping. That makes me feel great. Uh, obviously exercise is good we all know that anyway I guess this is a great example about the journey not about the destination I'm fully in control of my silk I have the option if I want to have a second attempt I've got the choice if I want to go a few times a week to improve further and it gives me the motivation to keep coming back I am I looked the other day, I think I've been to 72 classes now. So there you go. Obviously keeps me coming back. But yeah, this is the start of the year where it's a perfect time to refresh and find out what you enjoy. It's that cutoff where everyone likes to try something new. 
or remind themselves of something that dropped off last year or the year before that you haven't quite had the time to keep up. I do want to highlight that I know it sounds very similar to mindfulness and being, um, I guess, doing mindfulness practices. And you should know that obviously mindfulness is very important to our well-being. And I do think because it is closely linked, that flow state is also beneficial to our well-being as well. They are a bit different because flow state is actually about us being focused and engaged in our experience. Whereas being mindful is about being aware. So there is a slight difference there. You can be aware and mindful without being active and engaged. In the flow state, we're actively doing something. We're focused because we want to be focused and we're fully engaged. All right, so I'll just give you a few more tips to help you on your way to flow. And the first one is to try and inject some variety. Now, monotony is the absolute enemy of flow. So you want to have lots of variety in your tasks. Maybe you want to try a new recipe so you get into the flow when cooking. Maybe you want to take a different route on your walk. Sorry, route, Australians. I'm still sticking to my guns from the UK here. Um, And maybe you can play an instrument and it's time to learn a new one. I think novelty keeps everyone's mind a little bit more engaged. We don't want to be bored. Another tip is you can optimize your peak hours. Everyone's different. I'm not a morning person, I'll be completely honest, but some people are. And if that's the time of day where you have the most energy, then why not try and make time for to um, be focused where you need your focus where you need your creativity and do it at that time of day and just work with your natural bodily and mental rhythms I think that's a tip generally for your overall well-being whether you're working if you're in flow or not in flow it's just something that will help enhance your flow a little bit more if you've got a boost of energy anyway Lastly, you can establish rituals. And when I say rituals, I mean creating meaningful rituals that signal the beginning and the end of your flow activities. Like I mentioned, you can have a space that you can recognize or your body will recognize, okay, that's it. I can relax and immerse myself now. And that could be one way, or it could be settling down with a tea or a coffee. And that will signal to your body, right, we're going to focus and really get into this now. I don't want to ignore that there can be some negativity around flow. And it's more about just being aware of these possibilities than than being negative outcomes as such. And you might have the first one already. It's basically the risk of overcommitting because when you're in flow and you experience the incredible highs, there is that temptation to take on more and more so that you constantly chase that, you know, euphoric feeling. And eventually that can lead to burnout. And that's what we want to avoid. The pursuit of flow 
basically just becomes a relentless quest and you end up sacrificing other things in your life that will then basically affect your well-being. So we don't want that. Next, you need to maintain balance. Life is all about balance. Everything's about balance. So I guess finding equilibrium becomes crucial so that you're balancing that intensity of flow with moments of rest and rejuvenation so that you do basically avoid burnout and exhaustion. You also want to avoid putting pressure on yourself to sustain this flow because whilst it is great and it can be a really great escape, it's not meant to be perpetual. So it might come in bursts and trying to push yourself to stay in in the flow can lead to fatigue and even lack of productivity in the end. So just recognize the natural ebb and flow and maintain a relaxed relationship with it rather than feeling like I must get focused I must do this I must be productive because you will find that you'll start to feel quite negatively about that okay well before we wrap this up I just want to leave you with a few more ideas 20 actually to be exact 20 ideas on different activities where you may experience the pleasurable effects of being in flow All right, so hopefully this will give you some inspiration or give you a prompt reminder to get back on the horse. That's not on my list, horse riding, but it could be. All right, so number one, painting or drawing. Two, cooking or baking. You could attend a dance class and experience flow, even at a yoga class. Maybe joining a sport. Learning or playing a musical musical instrument, if you already know how. Singing, solving puzzles, reading a book, writing a book perhaps, or just writing full stop. Gardening, just completing your job. So doing work, being on projects. Photography. If you enjoy cleaning, then maybe even cleaning your home or just having a clear out of your closet. Making things, if you're like me, enjoy making candles, or maybe you enjoy doing things at home, a bit of a DIYer. You could experience it as swimming. If you're a gamer, I know gamers can get so lost for days when they're really in the zone and experiencing flow. Or if you're a runner, maybe you're a hiker, And the last one, you might like this, sex. Who would have thought that it is? So there you have it. There's a whole list there of different ideas that you might like to see if you can experience a flow state in. And why would you not want many of these benefits in your life? Being happier, more motivated, feeling a sense of purpose and direction. And I think just overall feeling a general sense of fulfillment in your life is really going to uplift it and make 2024 an even better year. Why not? So I would love to hear from you and know what puts you in the flow. 
Is there something you do already that you frequently experience a flow state from? Like I mentioned, aerial yoga is definitely mine. That is why I do it. And I've been doing it twice a week now. But yeah, please comment on my Instagram post that I have put out today. Or you can send me a DM at stresslessobsessed is the handle. And it would be really great because you might give myself or some of the other listeners an idea of what we can do this year. Don't forget to give me a follow. And don't forget to follow me on your streaming platform too. You won't miss an episode then. Thanks for listening and enjoy your flow. Don't forget to breathe and stress less. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, stresslessobsessed. And thanks for listening. Until next time, breathe and stress less.